Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuckadelics? What's happening? How's it going? It's Mark Marin. It's me. Who'd you call? You called me. It's Mark. You called me. No, you called me. What's happening? I uh, Are you in quarantine? This is a, a special show for those people who have been quarantined. Um, I hope you have enough water, enough canned foods, enough fresh foods. It's going to be okay. Uh, I don't know how it works to quarantine. Is it self-quarantine? I, there, I know some people are on lockdown, but I hope this is an entertaining show for you. You know what you could do uh, while you're, being, while you're uh, under quarantine is uh, my new Netflix special, End Times Fun, is now streaming. And people are fucking loving it. They're loving it. I went out of my way to do some uh, other podcasts. Not too many podcasts, but I did uh, Bert Kreischer's podcast. I did um, Brian Cowan and, and Brendan uh, Schaub's podcast. You know, just to, I wanted to get the word out to the bros <laughs> that they should come, you know, that maybe we can bridge a gap. I don't know that my mother loves it, but uh, she took a little hit. She took a little hit. You know, what are you going to do? It happens. It's tough being the mother or the lover or the friend of a comic. Sometimes you're going to you're going to get a little gonna, you're going to take a little hit. But a lot of people and a lot of things took hits in this in this special. And I I don't want to say it was prescient, but uh, it is relative to what we're going through. And I do hope you're holding up. I hope you're OK. Those of you who are handling the, the virus. I hope you're all right. I mean, I don't know anybody with it. I've read about what it's like or what it could be like. And uh, I guess the real issue is the numbers. Uh, it's it, Most people are going to live through it. But the people that don't, that number gets bigger the more people that get it. And when uh, it's this big of a, of a spread and this quick of a spread, the pandemic model, you know, if it does go as bad as it could go, even if it's 2 to 3% mortality rate, if the uh, if the number of people that have it is 50 million, that's a big number. And we want to try to avoid that. Obviously, we want, we want to try to avoid it altogether, but uh, it does seem that uh, many people will get this 
uh, in one form or the other. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're doing the best you can. And I hope you uh, enjoy my special because it is the time to do that. These are the end times. And my special is called End Times Fun. It's very specific. It is entertainment for the times that we are living in. Though the prophecy uh, or the speculation in the special was a, a burning sky, not a bad, bad company album. Actually, a pretty fucking good Bad Company album. I think um, I think that might be their last one. It might be the last Bad Company album, if I'm not mistaken. The sky is burning. I believe my soul's on fire. Uh, there you go. But uh, so not... The virus, but the burning sky. But nonetheless, the sentiment is there. So enjoy the special. I I, I made it for you to enjoy. Uh, what else can I tell you about what's happening? I went to uh, last night. What a fucking night, man. I'll tell you. Uh, we did the Bon Scott tribute at the Avalon uh, here in, in or over in Hollywood. And it's like a few comics. It was me and Dean and Burr doing about 15 to 20 each. And then, Dean, we do ACDC music. We, the last one we did was a couple years ago. We did the entire Powerage album. And this one, Dean put together from a live set of, uh, you know, Bon Scott era ACDC. And it was a fucking, it was, it was amazing. Look, you know, I get nervous with this stuff, but there were a lot of Dino fans, a lot of ACDC fans, a few of my fans, maybe our collective fans, but they were definitely there to rock. And the band was amazing. And the people that played were amazing. But this guy, Phil Oliveri, who, uh, whose company Solo Dallas, he makes pedals, but he also brought all the marshals. He brought all the equipment that ACDC plays through, and he makes these pedals that make you sound more like ACDC certain type of boost i don't understand that shit but he plugged me into one he gave me one last year but he's great you know he he was uh very excited he loves acdc so the lineup the basic band lineup was um steve gorman on drums from the black crows and uh and it was uh josh z on guitar and uh billy Rowe on the other guitar and uh, Mike Inez on bass. Mike Inez from, uh, I guess he played with Allison Chains, Ozzy, and um, Josh has played with a lot of people. He used to play with Dean, had a band called Mother Trucker. It was just so solid, folks. It was so solid. They did four tunes, just that lineup, the, the, the backbone of the band. And it was almost like, why are we even going to go out there? They were in such a fucking groove. And man, like the musicians that played on some of this stuff, it was crazy. It was crazy. Dave Lombardo, the drummer, played. Uh, Lair Lalonde, I think is how you pronounce his name, from Primus. And uh, Mr. Bungle, I think, played. But Dave Lombardo, holy fuck, what a monster drummer. Steve Gorman's a monster drummer. And then fucking uh, Brad um, Wilk from Rage Against the Machine, who goes out with Juliet Lewis, who also sang... She came and sang Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. He drummed. Scott Holiday from the Rival Sons played some guitar. I mean, it was fucking nuts. It was fucking nuts. I played on the Jack and on High Voltage 
and we all played on Night Prowler at the end. Oh, fucking Bill Burr. Billy Burr played drums. Bill Burr played drums on the jack. I played with Bill. There's a little bit of footage out there. I put some on my Instagram of a solo I did. And I get so nervous and I'm practicing and I'm running my doing my scales, running my fingers, and I get nervous playing with people because it's just it's not so much I can't play. It's just that I'm not used to playing with people, staying in a pocket, you know, uh, not getting ahead of the drum or off or what, you know, just, you know, laying back a little. And I was nervous, but I think I landed a couple, and it was really, uh, can I say it? Can I say it in this time of plague? Can I say it in these end times? I had a fucking blast, man. I had a blast. What a fucking riot, man. Just to, to, just to jam. Makes me want to jam more, but I don't know. I don't know if I could last a whole night of just me jamming with people. Did I mention Don Gavin is on the show? Don Gavin is on the show. Don Gavin is a, 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 an old school Boston comic. He's got this, uh, his live album, uh, Live with a Manhattan has been re-released. It never got the proper release when it was recorded in 2011, but you can now get it on more than a hundred streaming platforms. So get, go check that out. Don was like one of the dudes when I was coming up in Boston. He was like dug in. He was a legend. He was a defining force of Boston comedy at that time in the 80s. And uh, it was it, it was intense to talk to him because I remember you know, kind of being a, 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 a toddler, a comedy toddler, you know, sitting at, uh, you know, listening to Don. So I definitely need to uh, call my mother. Yeah. Got to do that. So I went to physical therapy. I'm now entering the physical therapy part of my life. Turns out, and I fucking knew this. My posture is garbage. I don't think that has anything to do with, uh, you know, how I hurt myself, but my posture is garbage. And, you know, I, to be honest with you, I will tell you why it's garbage, speaking of my mother. I'll tell you why, and, and I know it because I still do it. If you ever watch me sit on a show, or even on my special to a certain degree, I need to be splayed out I'm low in the chair. I'm hunched over. And do you do you really want to know why I I walk with a, a hunch? It's because I'm I was sucking my stomach in. When I have good posture, I feel like my stomach is sticking out. And that's that's a no-no in the Marin household. You don't want any tummy showing. So I fucked my posture up to sort of stay tight. Hide my stomach, hide my shame. I have the the posture of a body shamed person. I'm just hunched over, like guarding myself. Don't look at that. Don't look at my body. Don't look at my stomach. That's where it comes from. That's the habit. And the physical therapist said, you know, because you've got your head so forward, you know, these muscles in your neck and shoulders are basically, you know, carrying around a bowling ball. And which I thought was a little rude. I do, I do not think, but for one, my head weighs as much as bowling ball, although I don't know. But uh, I, I, it was not flattering. But I get the idea. It's about weight. So all these muscles that aren't used to carrying the weight in that way are doing it. And so when you need them to sort of buttress whatever damage I did to my spine, they're not really even situated properly. I had no idea. <laughs> 
So I'm going to start doing that, and I'm going to start walking properly. Mark my words, people. My posture will be impeccable. I'll probably have to get new shirts, new suits. Everything I own has been uh, fitted for a, a slouching, schlumping person, for a hunched man who, who can't even sit properly because he's uncomfortable. This is it, man. This is my time. It's my time to change my posture. Do you hear me? Mark my words. It is. Don Gavin, as I said, is a Boston comedian that was there. He was like one of the big dogs when I was coming up in the late 80s. I opened for him and a couple times here and there. Johnny Yee's, I remember, playing that uh, dumb dollar poker game with him drinking hey guy can drink man still does still does it and uh but really one of the funniest guys working his own trip man his own style had a lot of influence on people you don't even know you know and a lot of influence on some people you do know but uh but yeah man it it, it was just had he has an incredible pace and timing and he's just a you know like the real deal. And I was, uh, I was thrilled that he wanted to come on, that he asked to come on and that I could, uh, could have this here for him. So this is me talking to, uh, Don Gavin. He's here promoting the, uh, re-release of his album live with a Manhattan, uh, which never got a proper release a while back in 2011. And now you can get it on more than a hundred streaming platforms. So go check that out. This is me talking to uh, the master, Don Gap. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts. I worked a weekend with you and Johnny Yee's. Right, right, right. That was the only one. That was the only Cape Cod club that we actually made money. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know? but it was. Remember, there was the Polynesian show. Yeah, yeah, and then they yeah. they moved it. The, yeah, they had a stage that would would move back into yeah. the bandstand. And we stayed in a the hotel was like a uh, four inches away. Yeah, right, right there. Yeah, right. And then uh, there was that big fat guy Wayne. Yeah. Was that his name? Or do, remember the guy who ran the Polynesian show and then kind of ran the place? A heavy set guy yeah. with long hair. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember staying at that hotel. I, for some reason, I feel like it was me, you, and Joe Yanetti. Okay. 
And we just stayed up all night and played uh, the poker with the dollar oh, bills. Liar po- liar's poker. <laughs> and, I, and I was terrible at it, but I was I was excited to have been there. <laughs> that place went on for a number of years. It did? Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, where, where do you live now? I just moved to Florida. Oh, I thought you were like, for some reason, I thought you were in Portland, Oregon. No, I've always been in... Uh, uh, Boston, North, North Shore, Nahant for yeah. 25 years. Really? I mean, I just when I said just moved, I mean a week and a half ago. So, What so, part of Florida? Uh, Boynton Beach, which is near West Palm. Is that like uh, is that for uh, work reasons or retirement reasons? It's not retirement. I, <laughs> I didn't save any money, so there's no <laughs> retirement not in the, in the fucking no, picture. No stopping. No. And I don't, for, for, I don't want to retire anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm working more than I, you know, I'm always working. So, yeah, yeah. So, and I like it. And uh, no, I was more, more for, uh, for the weather. Like the fucking weather finally got to me. Oh, really? Oh, it's, yeah. it's done? It's no, time? It's, 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 I mean, I, when I get, it's in my bones. I'm still cold from being in Boston three weeks ago. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're still cold now? Yeah. It's in my, it's in me. And so, so where I live now, yeah, that's what I want. And also I do a lot of cruise ships and most of the cruise ships go out of there. You know? So that makes it practical. Sure. Now, like the like the cruise ships, like that's a big business. Like, and I've only talked to like one other person who does ships. Really, uh, we talk about that if you want. A little bit. I talked to Vanessa Hollingshead. I know the name. Yeah, I, I mean, she like does somehow has a whole career on boats. I do about twenty a week, twenty a year. Excuse me, twenty, 20 weeks, a year, twenty weeks. Yeah. So, so twenty weeks. Yeah. So that's the that's like the bulk of the business. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and now with the boats, like how, how does it work? I mean, like I my I'm obviously I I don't think I'm the right guy for a boat. Right, most people are not. But they do. But now it used to be the fear was like back in the day the idea was the boat you had to be clean. Right. But now they have both, right? Well, you now can, the, yeah, they have. Uh, well, depending on what your situation, I, I'm using a headline room where I just do my show. Right. Know? But then you can have the one where you do the welcome aboard mm-hmm. clean, mm-hmm. and then you have a late night show, which you can say. Pretty, you know, you can't, I sure. can't, can't, can't uh, right, right. that, but but no, but you can say fucking whatever. No cunt, huh? Yeah, no cunt. <laughs> so that's why I don't work. That's why I don't work that room. No, no. <laughs> but so what's the welcome aboard? So what's that? That's well, you know, show. hello and goodbye. Oh, you yeah. might say the farewell show, which is much better. Farewell show makes sense. People have been on there for eight, ten days, and you can shit on the boat and say this sucked or this <laughs> yeah, was right, good. Right. But when they when they first get there, they don't even they don't even know how to find their cabin. They know where the fuck they right. are. So that's so you're the show. first night. Kind you're the first thing that they sing. The cruise director, you know, they have a couple of girl dances, dances yeah. for two minutes, and here's our comedian. And and I swear, there's people just wandering around. You know, that, that, that I have people. I have people when I was doing this. You do like a half an hour. Twenty eight minutes in, the people are walking in to, to go, go sit in the first. I said, the fucking show's over, you dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, imagine that. And you're there for uh, the fear is for people that don't know that thing. You know that if you suck. Yeah. You're stuck with the same people on the boat, but but I don't suck and and I know how to hide. So, yeah, yeah. So they but can't find me. How many shows do you do though? Like in a well, week? you t- had the question about you know the language thing. Now they have because the ships are so big. I just got up this one called the Intimacy, largest mm-hmm. ship in the world, sixty one hundred passengers. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. So you can like you can do a week. No, they no there they have a comedy room. Yeah, a two hundred fifty seat comedy room. Yeah. Which is like a throwback to Vegas days. You do like seventeen shows a week, or fifteen shows a week, really? two or three every night, which is not my cup of tea. Are they I did half it. hour shows or full? Yeah, hour? exactly. Oh, no, yeah. even twenty five minutes. Oh, okay. and that's what they always say. Oh, you only have to do twenty five minutes. Yeah, but I have to do fifteen of the fucking things. You know, <laughs> I haven't got, yeah. I haven't got one night off, and I like the, my cocktails, yeah. and now yeah. I'm going. So that means I can't drink. Well, to you, you're killing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You gotta wait to have the cocktails. Yes, yes, yeah. and I don't want to wait. <laughs> 
It's like you know, one show, then cocktails. Yeah, yeah right. it's funny. Rogan, Rogan says, says something about, you know, I still drink. And, yeah. and uh, everybody in Boston's AA, you know. And, right. And he, he said, did, did you ever con- did you ever consider, did you ever try to stop drinking? And I said, no. No, I didn't. <laughs> I actually thought for him. I go, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm sober, and I talked to Sweeney. He's so I remember what you fucking drink. What? You like a, like white Russians, I black think. Black Russians. Black yes, Russians, right, right. Yeah, the black Russians. Yeah, yeah. No milk. Yeah, exactly. I remember. Yeah, that's funny. I remember. Oh, because it was always one in my hand, probably. That's not. <laughs> no, but like, we would sit there at Nick's. Yeah. And we were having fun, uh, you know, at that bar in the back of the original sure, Nick's sure. in the circle. And I think you were, didn't you, maybe dated a waitress oh, or yeah. married a waitress? Uh, or Yeah, Pam. Pam, yeah, she was great. Years, yeah, yeah. She yeah. said to say hello, by the way. Oh, that's very nice. You're still with her? Um, yeah, kind of hit here and there. Yeah, okay, know? good, good. And she's all right? Yeah, she's great. She's great. But And I just remember, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Well, we don't want to go too deep into it. No. But, you, but it's sort of amazing that you still drink, isn't it? I, I I don't find it amazing, but uh, I do find there's a lot more. I find it that there's a lot more booze around because nobody else drinks. You know? <laughs> but do you, do you don't find that it, you don't tire? Have we started yet? Sure. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> you, but I mean, do you like? Doesn't it beat you up a little bit, or no? You just you're all right. Uh well, I'm no kid, but I you know I I walk every day, and I'm to, but you know, I mean yeah, I'm, I'm actually in pretty good shape, so I'm still yeah, surviving. You're just, you're just yeah. one of those guys, man. You're yeah. genetically built for hopefully. it. Yeah. yeah, what do you hopefully. mean, hopefully? Yeah. You, I mean, you seem I mean, like, like I wake up in the morning. I don't. I never have a hangover. You know, yeah. No. <laughs> when do you start drinking though? Oh, you know, in the evening. I have a few. Uh, like the name of the uh, my uh, album that's out is called Live with the Manhattan. Not right. My, yeah. My yeah. Live yeah, from yeah, Manhattan. Got it. Yeah. 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 And that's a uh, virtual comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is this is uh, yeah that that kind of shows a picture of Manhattan and that's before then a few of those it's so funny though and then, yeah. then eat and then afterwards maybe a couple of those yeah black Russians that we mentioned yeah yes. the black Russians yeah, yeah. and that, but that's it just the booze oh yeah that, no yeah every you had to stop some of the stuff please <laughs> <laughs> no, you just said yeah we wouldn't be interviewing me it would, <laughs> would be a forest lawn as we went by on the way up to it <laughs> right yeah. Crazy. No, you couldn't. No, the other stuff, no. You can't yeah, do that. You the age out of that. The white stuff, uh, no. That, yeah. that had to end at some point. <laughs> Somebody asked me, when did I stop doing this? I, I don't remember, but I know it was a long time ago. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just... It's, well, that, well, why why did we quit that? Coke. You know, the Coke. Yeah. And uh, we said, well, because the product is kind of crappy now. You can't get anything any good. And right. That was, some, that was the initial reason. That, yeah. and then, then money wasn't be another one. Sure. And then health, of course. So, right. Yeah. And also, you run out of things to talk about. <laughs> Yeah. How many times can you stay up all night yeah. talking to your drug yeah. dealer? And, yeah, and you're, and you're repeating yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're repeating yourself, and then you're repeating yourself. Yeah, right. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in West Roxbury. West Roxbury. Next, next to Brookline. That, that I remember West Roxbury, and it's, uh, isn't it next to, well, it's next to Brookline. There used to be a- Next to Dedham, Brookline. Right. There used to be a deli there that I worked at on Pottingham Circle called Gordon's Deli. Really? Do you remember it? I no? remember. I know Pottingham Circle. Sure. It was, there was a Chinese restaurant, and then there was one yeah, of the- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of yeah. the last of the Jewish the, delis there for a while. I know the place you don't, but the Chinese restaurant, because Red Albrecht used to go in there all the time, the, the guy that was the uh, this, you know, uh, president announcer? of the Celtics. Oh, the Celtics president. And he just pretty much lived at that place. Definitely. And where you're talking about was up 
up towards where uh, the uh, the uh, tennis courts and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. I just remember working there one summer. I worked at a deli there. And you and didn't, it didn't last. You, didn't, you couldn't make a career out of that? <laughs> out of working, being a deli guy? Yeah. Well, I, it was one of the last Jewish delis in Boston. There was, wasn't that many. There's like no, a B&D no. or whatever, and I found this one somehow by this guy named Shelley owned it with his wife, and he's this huge fat guy, and he would sit there eating the ribs from next door. You know, it was it was crazy. It was a whole world of- Could uh, you fall back on that if you had to? <laughs> it's the last job I had done. Like, you know, like when I really think about what could I do, I'm like, my resume is yeah. a little, a little shallow. I was a grill cook, and I was a, and that was it. Wow. Did you? Wow. But you had a gig though before. I was a t- teacher. But yeah. like, like West Roxbury though, when you were growing up, that's like, what, what did your folks do? What was the family like? I mean, did it you? It was very. It was a uh, blue collar. Yeah. Everybody was uh, white Irish Catholic. Everybody. And were your folks from Ireland or? They uh, first... My four grandparents were from Ireland. Oh yeah. All four. See. Yeah. <laughs> and my, in fact, my my son-in-law is is from Ireland also now too. So the Irish, but everybody, I mean, when I say everybody was Irish, everybody was Irish. You know? <laughs> right. like, an, like an Italian family was, uh, that would be an oddity. <laughs> yeah. And no blacks, no right. Hispanics, just- All Irish in West Roxbury. All big, big families. So. Because the Jews came there eventually, didn't they? Or were they in Brookline? Well, they were in uh, Brookline. They've always been in yeah. Brookline. Yeah. 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 And was that, uh, now you had, you had grandparents that came like off the boat. They yeah. were Irish. Yeah. Now, what, do you know where you come from in Ireland? What yeah, part? Cork. Oh, yeah? County Cork for- so for all four from the same area. And do you have like a ton of brothers and sisters? Is I that... only have, I have a small family, just three brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the point. That would be a small family. <laughs> okay. But it was always great if you wanted sports because all you have to do is knock on three doors and you'd have 15 kids. You know? <laughs> right. They were just right down the street. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. And, and like, uh, so you brought up pretty Catholic? Brought up that way, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Went away. Everybody says that they're fallen Catholic. I don't know what they fell out of, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of changed quite a bit. But uh, what, what, yeah, I was pretty strict Catholic. I went to Catholic grammar school. Yeah, and then I got a scholarship to a Catholic high school. So, yeah, so I had my twelve years. With I got my beatings in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, did you really get beaten? Oh yeah. Yeah. And the nuns were really no. Like the nuns that? weren't bad. The Christian brothers. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. If they could eliminate the word Christian. I don't remember that being part of their <laughs> their modus operandi. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and w- so they used to carry. I mean, seriously, they carried. Yeah. They had that cincture around their uh, pants and stuff. Yeah. And there would be a, a strap. They had a strap, big leather, thick leather thing that they carried like you know, like like cops carry a gun. They carried it. It was right right outside. Yeah. The, and. I was hit. One guy, one particular brother, Ford, passed away. Thank God. He uh, he used to give me the strap every day, every day. What, for what? I was he was the trigonometry yeah. teacher, and I still remember one time I got a hundred into the thing, and I got it. And he was so used to hitting me, he gave me the strap that day too. I said, I said, I got a hundred. He goes, Well. You probably deserved it. You know, you, know, you had it coming. I was like, yeah, right, right. Yeah. That's it's for tomorrow. It's for stuff that I didn't see. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And the, and your brothers were older or younger? Two older brothers, one young, younger. Brother. Are they around? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, still around. Guys, yeah. you guys are tough. Yeah, you must be resilient. Tough. I think that's right. resilient. That's right. Yeah. And and so, like, do you go? Have you been to Ireland? I've only been there just in. You know, it's it's a, it's a pity that I haven't done more. It's beautiful because I've been to 150 countries. It's weird, and you're avoiding Ireland, huh? I don't know if I'm avoiding it, but yeah. I, I was in Shannon Airport. That was about it. So. That was it? Yeah. I don't know why um, I've never made that trip. There's probably Gavin's back there. Oh, there, there's still relatives, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I just went there, and I'm, I have no connection to it genetically. I'm a, I'm a but Eastern European it. Jew, and I love Ireland. Yeah. I love it. All right, I'm going to take your suggestion. I'm you gonna, should. I'll do that. You can because just... between the USO and 
uh, all the cruise ships. You know, yeah. I've been pretty much everywhere. places. Everywhere. But I have not been to Ireland. You know? You'd be surprised, man. You know, it was like I had this weird observation about Ireland just from being, because like, you know, when I was coming up with you in comedy and, and you know, I'm, I'm about as different from a guy who grows up in Boston as you can be, really. Sure. So I was always kind of like, uh, you know, I was always trying to fit in. And there's a certain thing. Were you really trying? <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> I was doing what I could. In I your trying, own way. Yeah, I was trying I was trying to, you know, get, get something done, right. become something. But the, but the Boston Irish are tough as fuck. Right. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's the reputation, yeah. right? So you go to Ireland and you see dudes that look like Boston Irish, but they're Irish Irish and you're expecting this attitude yes, yeah. and this ass kicking and they're just sweet as can be. You're expecting like, the aggression in yeah, your yeah. face. Nah. And yeah. it's not there. I'm like, well, I, I don't wow. know if I can get used to this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the same families. Yeah. Same thing. Wow, that's interesting. It is. It was really weird because my, my my immediate feeling is like, oh, here we go, yeah. and nothing. Just hi, how are you? You know, wow. just nice people. Yeah, they put me on here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So when you when you when you're growing up though, do you 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 went to school? You went to college to become a teacher? Yes. Yeah. That was the goal. Uh yeah yeah that was yeah that was the goal I should say yeah and I taught for fourteen years then I was a coach I coached a couple of sports which I really loved what did you, like what what did you teach though like what year I taught what, I taught oh I taught from nineteen seventy to eighty four right really yeah and I was I was teaching uh, while I was doing comedy the last three three or four years but when when you when you set out to be a teacher like what what subjects were you teaching. Like I was teaching primarily grade? English, but then I got into guidance. And, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, like what grade? Me in guidance. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it was y- a younger you. you. Well, I would hope so. You, you <laughs> hadn't, you hadn't got off the rails yet. I guess <laughs> I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know. Maybe, yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Looking back, well, you were hiding it good. Yeah. You, 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 no, no. Yeah, it wasn't a constant. Uh, de- de- <laughs> you were out all night. The, de- the devil came out a little yeah. later. Later, right? Yes. Comedy brings the devil out for sure. Right. But so you're teaching English to like like high school? Well, I was teaching at a vocational school oh. where uh, English was the second language, but they didn't have a first language, you know, because the, it was just you know. I mean, I mean, I used to make the kids. Auto bottles, sheet metal people. I make them wash their hands before I give them the books. Oh, right. You know? right. It was just not. Uh, yeah. so, so I should have been in teaching more advanced kids, and I was teaching them, and they paused. We, did, we didn't get along. They didn't. When I coached, the kids loved me. Yeah. Uh, teaching. No, they didn't want to be in, in an academic setting. You know, they didn't mind they, being in, in shop one week, but the next week they had to go to classes. Oh, so this was like a requirement. They, oh, if yeah. You, if you yeah, want to build yeah, the engine, yeah. and in those you got to learn how to write yes. things. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposedly, yeah. 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 At least to read the instructions. You know? but, <laughs> right. But in yeah. those days, yeah, the, uh, the what do you call it? The vocational schools were pretty much a dumping ground for the guys that couldn't, uh, girls too, that couldn't make it in regular mainstream. So, so every class would have. You know, four kids would be out because they were in juvie hall or they're... they're oh, so it was either kids. there or jail or the military. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah I, I remember people saying, well, you know, if he flunks your course, he's going to have to go in the in their service. I'm yeah. going, best thing in the world. <laughs> Send him. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care if he, you know, if he goes in on our side. He could play for the other team. It just, yeah, that'd be really good for him. <laughs> yeah, because he's, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, yeah. So that's... you're right, with that... Maybe jail. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Maybe both. Right. Yeah. So it was just sort of like, we got to get him a trade. And get, yes. we, at least we got to try. And that has changed so dramatically like yeah. now, because now, like culinary schools, you know, there's waiting lists for all these types yeah. of things. Yeah. But in those days, if drafting would be different. That, that was a little bit, carpentry was okay. But this, I can still remember these auto body and auto repair and sheet, sheet metal guys. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters? It was, yeah, and just, why do we need this English for? Yeah. Oh, right, right. 
right, right. Maybe you'd want to speak to Poor, something. <laughs> yeah, write something down. Yeah. Maybe. I remember t- trying to teach literature to them, and the, the word, I still this day I remembered, irony. Yeah, and irony. I said, just give me the definition back, you know, satire and a couple of yeah, different yeah. irony. And the kid, and I gave him 100 on the thing. He said, the, he said, the complete flattening out of a town, irony. And I go, well, you know what? You get 100 that raises your average up to around 30. So yeah, <laughs> the complete flattening out of a town. Yeah. And he was dead serious. I said, well, you, what's this? that's a pretty good joke. He goes, what do you mean joke? I know it's a flattening out of something. I said, yeah. <laughs> Iron. Iron. Ironing. Yeah, the complete flattening out of, of a town. town. Yeah. And he was confident. Oh, yeah. He, he knew he had that one right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when you're teaching and you're doing like the guidance thing, are you doing guidance for these? No, nah, I did cre- wasn't. I, I, the guidance was basically showing them how to oh, turn the doorknob to get out of my room. I actually had a sign on my door: "My door is never open." <laughs> <laughs> this is for the same vocational school. Yeah. yeah. Oh but, my god. But the, I mean, seriously, the, the, uh, the, the I'm trying to show them how to do business letters. Yeah. And I said to the kid, the kid, he signs his name. He said, "I said, well, I have a name, Gleason. It's G L E A S O N." He goes. Yeah. He said, well, you signed a G-L-E-E-S-O-N. He goes, well, I was in a hurry. He miss- I said, you misspelled your own name. Come on. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, this is the type of people I deal with. I said, I was in a hurry. And he actually had an excuse. Like, you know, yeah, I'm in a rush. Like, That's your name. <laughs> and this was in, was this in West Roxbury? No, no, this Weymouth. 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 Down on the South Shore. Yeah. yeah. How had you met? Why, why down there? Oh, because uh, they looked at me, and I was big enough, and they hired people according to size <laughs> rather than strength. You, you, know, you look like you might scare them. Yes. They, yeah, they might yeah. listen to you. Yes. Yeah. I, all, the, all the academic teachers were like like me, 6'2", 210. Oh, really? Just just so they yeah. wouldn't push yeah. you over? Yeah, like the guy in the next, my, one of my best, my best friends played, played uh, professional football for seven years. Yeah. You know? and so it was, that was the type. Yeah. That, that, that was the, that's who they hired. And what did you coach? And then my, 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 my buddy, uh, he was teaching math. No, he was horrible at math. I went in one time, he had something on the blackboard. I said, yeah. I said you know, that's, uh, that's wrong, what you have on the board there. He goes, well, they, they don't know. <laughs> I said, and you didn't, know. <laughs> you didn't know. Did he admit it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a problem. They just hired me because I'm big. Yeah. yeah. And we used to, they, you know, detention in high school. Yeah. Now, when you were in high school, did you have problems? Or were you, I ditched school a lot, but I, I never got you into big school. trouble. Yeah, I, 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 would, uh, I would skip classes. And yeah. Yeah, one time I got sent to the principal's office because I set something on fire. Oh, well, what, depending, on what, depending on what it was. It was, the, it was another it was, teacher, just, maybe. That, no, that, I was in electronics class. I was just fucking around with shit. Uh, and it was an accident, but I got suspended yeah, oh, for okay. a couple of days. Why? What were you going to talk no, about? No, I was just saying that the, we. I wouldn't send with the other guy, the football player, yeah. Kenny Blouse, and my friend. We uh, we never send anybody to detention. We, what we would do, we'd make them play us in basketball and basically beat the shit out of them, you know. Five of them against two of us. Yeah. And we'd start the game by, okay, you guys take it out and you throw the ball and hit the guy right in the balls yeah. just, just to slap the thing. And, <laughs> That's yeah, what and physically, I mean, elbow, beat, beat yeah. them up, beat yeah. them up, you know, to the point that they were, you think, no, no, don't send, you know, send So us, they got the idea. Send us to detention. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, now what, what businesses are your, your siblings in? What do they do? Uh, they were in the trades. My my yeah. dad was a carpenter, and oh yeah, uh, my bro- one brother worked for the phone company, and two other brothers were master electricians. Oh really? And I'm the idiot that talks. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't do anything with my with my <laughs> hands. Well, I do a few things with my hands, but but not anything that's that, that's uh, socially acceptable. Yeah. So they were they were electricians their whole life. Yeah. 
That's yeah. a good gimmick. That's a yeah. good uh, racket. Yeah, they were, they were, yeah. It's a skill, real trade. Yeah. yeah. They need yeah. them. People think, need them. Yes. Well, I was thinking that, you know, when when the the, the end of the world comes or whatever, yeah. or when we're cut right, down. Right, right. Soon. Somebody, somebody can do something. Yeah. Like, like, like telling right. jokes is yeah. really not going to be a- Oh, no, I know. It's not going to be yeah. on a demand. No, no, we're, we're no. going to be the first yeah. can to you, go. Can you build a shelter? Yeah, okay, you're, you're not, you're, you're, <laughs> you're the good. top of the heap now. Hey, yeah. listen to this, I got a good tight five. Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah, you're outside the gate. Uh, also, also, I, I play the ukulele too. Good. Oh, yeah, okay. come on nice. in. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uke, we need a uke player. Yeah. But uh, you know how to build a fire without matches? Yeah, okay, you're the president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I knew how to do something. Yeah, you know, it's never too late. People tell me. I said, I well, it's pretty damn late. Yeah, it's getting there. It's uh, getting there. I mean, I guess I could. I mean, you could build something, couldn't you? Oh no, nothing. No, nothing. No, I mean, like it's some some assembly required. But that, that, that's a bullshit line. There's yeah. a lot of assemblies. Sure, right? yeah, it's yeah. too much. Like, I get someone like, to do it. The handyman special. I go, yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one of them. You know? I just bought a condo, and it was ready to move into. You know, And I looked mm. at the other condo. They said, oh, all you have to do is you know, maybe th- knock this wall out. I said, you, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> no, no, it needs to, all the walls need to be good where they <laughs> Everything are. Everything has to be in shape. <laughs> all set. Right, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So, were you living in a house up up, up in uh, Boston? I, I got it. Yeah, I was in an apartment, and uh, and eventually the, the weather. Honestly, the weather finally got to me. Just, yeah, that's it's, the cold. and it's not getting any better. Right. So, so what makes you make the jump from uh, from guidance counselor, where you know? Oh, it, into the comedy. Well, yeah. I was a bartender for all, a lot of those years, and I was a wise guy bartender. You know, kind of. Where were you doing that? Tending bar, probably twenty different places. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was uh, so you could fall back it, on. You could always fall no, back I on could, that, right? I could, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I may fall back as of next week. Yeah, let things <laughs> keep going the way they <laughs> No, but that was uh, like, for instance, four. Yeah. I had twenty-two seats at this bar, and if four. I remember this one. Four guys sat down. One yeah. guy said, "What's your cheapest beer?" I yeah. Said, Root beer. Screw. Get, get up. <laughs> get you know, up. Get screw. And I said, "If you put twenty bucks tip to me before you order, then you can sit down." And they go, "What do you mean before? You haven't ordered yet." I said, "That's the point. Yeah. Give me twenty bucks, and it's going to be good." That's what I, so that I carried into whatever comedy I was doing. Yeah. And uh, for a while, it seemed to work. Yeah. 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 So you would literally entertain guys at the bar in a way. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 And then, but uh, but and also having all those, you know, it's Irish families, and my dad was a great storyteller. Was he? And, and well, as most old time Irish guys, you know, and so so that that came that fell to me. Well, yeah. some of them might can talk, but like you know, and, and they seem like they should be telling a good story, but they're just <laughs> charismatic, and you know, you realize like that didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Right, I mean, but 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 some guys genuinely can do it. Yes, and your yeah. dad was one of those guys. Yes, yes. Yeah. And but it, but it's funny because like I guess it, your jokes are, are more kind of like you know quick. Yes, you're not doing the long form stories. No, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah. They come, might, but they all string be, together, yes. don't they? Yeah, there's yeah, the sides. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, there's yeah, tags. Yeah. And so you took it all from your dad. Uh, a lot of it would be not not the material, but no, no, certainly the but the pace that I talk at. A friend described it one time as. 70 words a minute gust to 140. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I used to talk so fast. I played some old tapes from the days, like when you were in town. There. Yeah. And, I'm, and I hear the audiences laughing. I'm going, I have no idea what I'm saying. No, I, I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying. Well, that was the Coke, too. Yeah. Uh, possibly. <laughs> but, but, but everybody else in the audience was on the same stuff. So sure, yeah. Like, everybody was jacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those bad habits, when you think back, like smoking. When mm. I was growing up, everybody smoked. Did you smoke? I, yeah. Oh. Up until... Uh, the year uh, 2000, a bunch of us quit the, on the same day, and I've never had an urge. After like a month and 
Never even thought about going back. But, oh, that's but, what but everybody, when I say everybody, everybody smoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, everything. On airplanes. Yeah. We smoked yeah, on yeah. airplanes. I can remember when some of the Christian, the four, four German couples I stuck with at the table, didn't speak a word of English. Yeah. And they're having their, as they're having their ice cream, they're smoking while they're having ice cream, you know, puff <laughs> yeah. of the thing and a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going, oh, my God. Still at it. Yeah. And the same, I think the same thing with what we were playing around with, from, you know, the Coke and yeah. the drinking. Everybody else was doing it. Probably sure. Should be doing it too. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah, it was. I remember it was just a you know it, it, certain places and I don't know like, uh, yeah, it was just around man. It was almost like yeah. acceptable. Yeah, know? it kind of was. Yeah. So when you start when you start doing comedy, where's the first place you go up? Uh well, there was only one show in town. That was the Comedy Connection. On the, the original one down yeah, the um, one on Warrington Street, Warrington Street, right down the street from Nick's. Yes, yeah. yeah so you, as you remember, there were three comedy clubs, four, about four or five comedy clubs, all within what quarter of a quarter mile. There, I guess yeah. that's true. I mean, there was Nick's, and then the Comedy Connection, and then what? And Duck Soup across the street. Oh, that was later. Uh, well, it was later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, Doherty had the vault. Doherty, you're insecure. That's your problem. <laughs> Is he? St- that's what he said to he's me. Still, he's still around. <laughs> he's still he's still around. Yeah, wow. he's another resilient fucker, huh? Yeah, he's 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 one of the few guys that that's left. That's uh, well, I mean, quite a bit older than me. Yeah, and yeah, he's still he's old timey. I like, think he's still performing. I don't know. He came out of the uh, the happy hour circuit. He, he was, was like a singer. He was a singer. It was Dick Doherty and the Majority. You remember and, them? And he was the highest paid. Yeah, high, He was the highest paid act down the Cape, and he owned this place, the Crystal Palace. Oh, which really? Would be worth. A fortune now, just the land alone. Huh. And I mean, he was like a honcho down. Yeah, there. yeah, and uh, yeah, it was. Big and he time. fucked it all up on yeah. drugs. Yeah, right. And then yeah. he gets. Oh, he must be sober a million went years through now. Different wives and <laughs> this and that. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, as, as a lot of people, <laughs> you know, what what you made, you spent. Yeah, you know? yeah. There was never anything about. Gee, maybe I should save money for next week. No, yeah. never. I said, like when I started, like I still have a, 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 a mentality like that. Like if I, I, but like I don't. Like if I have a little bit of money, I freak out and I don't buy anything, because like I got, I feel you know what I mean. Like I don't. You mean in- insecurity or? Uh, no, I'm afraid I'm going to not have money. Yeah. You know what I mean. So like I just hold on to like I just. So I, don't, I know who to go. if I need a loan, I know who to go. That's now. right. Okay, if, you, if you have to, yeah. If you, I, I mean, not let's not go crazy, but uh, uh, yeah, we're talking, you know, maybe ten, twenty grand. But you know, I'd have a good time. Do you have a boat? Uh, I have friends that have boats. That's much better. Oh. Then you don't have to do any more. So, okay, so so you go up at, at, at what what year is it that you first go on stage in the seventies? Uh seventy nine. Really? It had been going on for a couple of years before. I, I came in on the first wave, but I was uh, I got the last. last so wave. the connection was really the first comedy club sure. there. Yes, yeah, that was the only the only one. And they, it was like uh, people talk about. Oh, Jay Leno. Well, Jay Leno there was wasn't working in comedy clubs in Boston. There was no such thing. There was the remember the before your time. It was a Playboy club, right? Or that, they'd open for musical acts, yeah, right? Yeah, that would yeah. be the place, maybe right. a venue for the a, Playboy for club. A club. Yeah, for do you a, remember that meeting. place? It was before my time, huh? But I mean, I, I know where it was. Uh, growing up, I, you know, yeah, but, but I was too young. And the, the, so in seventy like nine, so the comedy connection's been open a couple of years. Yeah, and then we <laughs> opened up the Ding Ho. Over in Cambridge. in Cambridge at the Chinese restaurant. Now, but you who, never worked there, there right? I you? was there like when I got to college in eighty one or eighty two. I went over there. Oh, you did. I did. I was actually able to go on stage there a couple of times on the open mics, yeah, yeah. but it, I think it was towards the end of it. I, I did. I wasn't there during the heyday, right? 
But I remember, like, I remember Lenny was hosting an open mic when I was there, right. maybe. Is that and possible? And I had a show there, Steve Sweeney. You had, had a show, show there, there, Sweeney. DJ, yeah. DJ has it, remember DJ? DJ, yeah, DJ Hanard from the old days. Yeah. yeah, I remember DJ, of course. Because like, I, when I was in college in 81, 82-ish, I would go to Play It Against Them because I wanted to do comedy. So sure. I started doing open mics on my own, I think. It was probably the summer of uh, 84 yeah. at, at Play It Against Sam. Oh, okay. And that was Barry, Barry Katz's Katz, but like, you know, Rogerson hosted it. Sure. So like, I remember both with Kenny and Lenny. Yeah. Lenny at the Ding Ho and Rogerson at uh, at Sam's. Like, you you get on this list to do open mics. You wait all fucking night. Right. They'd get shit-faced. Yeah. they do an hour between <laughs> right. acts. Right. And this they forget to put you yeah. on. Yeah, they go, yeah. this next guy. And you see you're waiting patiently. Yeah. And, and they repeat, this next guy. Yeah. And then, like you said, 45 minutes later, yeah. what? that's it, folks. I've been saying, right. I'm, I'm, I'm it, over folks. here. That's the fucking worst. Yeah. I got so mad. At, well, oh, that, wasn't, that wasn't just unique to there. That happened to me going down in New York. When I would work a catch or something like that, you'd go all the way to New York. And you did, you know, you're waiting around, waiting around. Now, now it's quarter of two, yeah. and, and, guy, and guys like Andy Kaufman would empty the room intentionally. Yeah, I'm going like, what an asshole, you and, know? Right. And then I never got on. You wouldn't get on. Or you get on for four people. Yeah, yeah. And they're like yeah, look, waiting yeah. for you to get off. So oh, they can... and then at that point you're so distraught and you're so pissed off. You're not. You're not going to be funny at all, anyways. Yeah, you you just feel your whole sort of like um, reason for being there diminishing. <laughs> it's it's the worst feeling. It's, you had to go sl- through that. It's too? a slow bleeding. You know? Yeah, it is because yeah. you. Sit there, you're there at the beginning of the night, yeah, and it's yeah, great. Yeah, and then you just slowly watch. Yeah, you're like people going away, and there were guys. If you pieces. remember, like that guys, guys like uh, uh, like Godfrey, yeah, like, Gilbert. They would yeah. intentionally walk the. They used to go right. walk in the room, right, making people leave. I never got the point of that. Oh. Well, no, there was like that was. I don't think that was a. You know, that was not a Boston thing. Not, if any, not down in Boston. No, no. no. If anyone was walking in the room, it was because they lost their minds. Like if, <laughs> if if Jay Charbonneau got mad, <laughs> maybe some people would leave. You know what I mean? Like the only reason people walked to Boston was because the guy on stage got pissed off that no one was laughing. Right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. And that's why going to all the way to New York, which to me was a you know, big deal. Yeah. And you go, oh, man. That, that, that frustration that and like you said you get there early yeah you'd be there from eight to one and you're told you're gonna go on yeah yeah you should be uh, oh any minute now. yeah lewis you should be yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 don don yeah, we're gonna get you up in yeah, a little yeah. while yeah yeah from you boston right yeah 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 uh, yeah you were here a couple weeks ago yeah right, yeah. yeah i didn't get on then either yeah, yeah. <laughs> but see that's like that's the that's the interesting thing because you know the bo- the one thing about working in boston was you worked like once I got that I came in second yeah. in that festival I was out on the road those two man shows one nighters sure. you know you you that's how you paid your dues not a sitting lot of, around waiting right a lot of sa- satellite rooms sure you could work pretty much yeah. and I look back you know keeping notes away and the money was you know shit but I look back in in one one year. I worked 330 days out of the 365. So you work every just night. in the okay. area. Yes, on those oh, fucking one I never, I didn't travel for years. Yeah, I had my own show at Nick's on Saturday night for nine years. Wow, and I missed about six, maybe six weeks total in nine years. And we started with one show there, and then eventually by the end, we were doing five shows on a Saturday I night. remember the fucking, remember when they, I, they, I remember this with you. I remember you were there that, like, yeah. there was a period there where, where Nick's had, like, three rooms within the upstairs, one place. Upstairs, downstairs, and downstairs. Right. <laughs> and you would do, like, two right. shows in each room, five or six, right. and you run up and down. And you run from one room to the next. And they were all packed. Yes. It was crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember that, man. Yeah. And we're all running up and down. Yeah. And I was saying, and I was at, when we did it the first time, in those days, the Boston idea was that the headliner would be the host of the show. Right. So I'd go on in the, you know, bring you on. Yeah. Mark, man, okay, you do a great joke. Yeah. So you do your 15. Yeah. And the next guy comes up and he shits. And so I get him off in six because I want to control the whole thing. Right. But when you're doing five shows, you, you can't be in two places. Like, I remember Dominic, the manager on the side, he said, you're on, you're on upstairs. I go, I'm on here right now. I'm on stage. You know. <laughs> Oh, Dominic, is he around still? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's all right? He's straightened out. He's Did he? Well. Yeah. Is he? Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, he, he, he's, uh, he's uh, on the braid. He's been for many years. Oh, I, good. He's a sheet metal, I'm excuse me, sheet rock guy, you know, working hard guy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's doing very good. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's nice. He was always a pretty nice guy. Yeah, yeah, I went sober, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you talk to Chappie? Uh, on occasion, yeah. but, he, but he's but, you know he's out this way. You know he's doing the Hollywood. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen him lately. I see him. I used to see him around. But a lot of those kids, Lenny and, St- and Sween and and George McDonald, I still talk to. George, yeah, he's he used to host host one of those open mic things too. Yeah, he yeah. used to host it at, at um, Comedy Hell at Stitches. At Stitches. Exactly. Yeah, I, I yeah. used to do that. Yeah, yeah. and Crimmins has passed away now. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, I know. Like so, all right. So you go to the Comedy Connection. It's nineteen seventy nine. So who are the guys that are that are that are around? Well, the people were already around then. Teddy Bergeron was one oh, of the guys. So funny too. And when he was when he was sober, he was brilliant. Uh, you know, and I had him on. When he wasn't sober, he was horrible. I had him on a live one. No. It was very like you know in Boston. I think like I think you were. I think I reached out to a bunch of people, but there's definitely there's a rift there, right between between Blumenreich and some of the oh, older guys. Oh, more than a rift. Yeah. <laughs> right, and you're on the anti Blumenreich. Oh, oh, way on the yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the top of the, of the wall shooting yeah. shooting. Because I don't know what happened there, but like what I can it, tell you, but one uh, <laughs> he just he just almost pretty much refused to use the axe in Boston. He goes he goes I mean, he I, I, in print said yeah. he goes yeah Don Gavin Tony V he goes yeah 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 they're okay they're not my cup of tea. He goes I don't know what the big deal is, so I'm not using people like that. And, and this right is in, in print, town in print. Yeah. yeah yeah you know and I'm working everywhere and yeah. I'm going hey, we're an asshole. Yeah, know? yeah. And to this day, he's, and then he tried to get me in his place to Wilbur, and he called, and he offered me, like, hardly next to nothing for a show, and I said, and he said, he said, well, I got to get the first $1,500 that comes in, yeah. and then with you can get three other guys and split up, you know, and I'm going, right. I said, oh, I'm deeply interested, because I didn't think you'd be interested. Great. So, you know, I'm bullshitting him. Yeah. So I hang up. Yeah. I get a phone call from a couple of real jerky comedians called, yeah. oh, oh, if you're in, I'm in. I'm going, I was fucking with them. I'm not, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't put my foot in there, you know? <laughs> my brother could be in there performing. I'd, I'd have to Still get Still not going. No. Yeah. yeah I, well, I don't, like, I just came in, I know I did a live WTF, a live podcast. Sure. Yeah. And, and I knew, well, like, that's right. I, when you went in, you asked me to come on. Yes. And you that said the reason no. it is yeah. because of that. And I get it. And it's just a connection. Yeah. And then when we started uh, doing, uh, the Ding Ho in Cambridge. That was, and that was Lenny and Barry? And uh, and me, and yeah. Steve Sweeney. Yeah. And DJ Hazard was a guy. DJ was, was one of the original guys, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Driving around that Subaru brat. You remember that little pickup, <laughs> that Subaru he had? So funny. He's such a big boy in that yeah. fucking little yeah. pickup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was another big kid. If you remember, the, in those days, almost all the comedians were big. Too, big, big they boys. Had, that was kind of like the teacher thing. <laughs> you know, just hire people that can handle them. You can handle the crowd with your wit or with your fist. Right. Yeah. And there were no women yet. None. None. Paula Poundstone was one of the first. Yes. But, uh, no, yeah. Did you she were, show up at the Ding Ho? Yes, she worked at the Ding Ho, sure. She's a character. Yeah, yeah. She worked at the Ding Ho quite a bit, yeah. And Stephen Wright came out of there, too, a couple years after that time, too. Right. And when did Kenny Rogerson get there? He came in uh, a few years after me. He he was a, a Chicago guy. And when he first came in, he, he comes into the Ding Ho. Yeah. He's, it's a snowstorm. It's got to be 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He comes in. 
people are, first of all, it's after hours. Yeah. There's the place probably 50 people in there, almost all comedians. Yeah. But we have a table up on the on the stage, people playing cards for pretty good money. Yeah. People over here are smoking joints, people yeah. are drinking, people yeah. are doing ball. He, yeah. he goes, oh my God, I'm, I've found a home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I used to hear about those stories about after hours at the Ding Ho. Uh, and the hours, I say, said recently, I said, if you'd leave there and it wasn't light out, yeah. you'd go, oh, great. You know, like, yeah, you know, right, right, yeah, I can maybe get sleep. three hours sleep, maybe. Right, right. You know? right. But, but you come out, you go, oh, shit, it's quarter of nine. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, yeah. People jogging by. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah that was the worst. The worst. <laughs> Boy, you're up early, aren't you? I go, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the worst. I got up early 28 hours ago. <laughs> And Elmini too, right? Yeah, Kevin was one of the first. He's another guy. He's another guy that emigrated. I got him in. I was where did he come from? I did the San Francisco competition. Oh yeah, and he didn't make it. You know, they got down to forty people. Well, he didn't even make it to the forty, which I was surprised. That's the worst. At. Yeah, I so I was. I got made it to the final five or whatever. But uh, so we became fast friends. And I told him, I said, "Come out to Boston. You know, you can get a lot of work." And he lived he, in San Francisco. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Because I thought he, and then he went back. Well, he was. He originally was. Uh, uh, was he a Connecticut guy? Or something? Maybe. I think so. I don't know. He passed away too, right? Yes. Yeah. So but I brought him out. To, I said, oh, "Come on out," and, and he, he caught on right away. So, he, like you said, even if you know, even if your craft wasn't perfected, you could get it stage time yeah. to work at it, and which could, was not true of L.A. or of New York. Or, because they had to fill those one nighters. I mean, sure. I, don't, I don't know whose sure. genius that was, but yeah, you know, between Mike and the connection and Cats. Yeah, there was like there was like two hundred fucking. There were, and yeah, Dick was already crazy. had a, a million of them. Oh, he so. had a few too, huh? Oh, man. And then Roger Paul down in yeah. Jersey, right? Yeah. So there was just like this weird network. You could work every night. Yeah, well. remember like the Taunton Regency, <laughs> and that was like a good and, one. And one of the keys to working is to have a car. You know? Oh those, yeah, there's usually the guy that had the car. Yeah, I was, was the guy. Well, that okay, was part okay, of it. But that was usually not, not maybe not one of the best comedians. That's but, right. But he had a car. That's right. So yeah. That well, the, that's how, yeah. as an opener, yeah. you'd have to drive you yes. guys. Pick up three or four people. Yeah. Not yeah. just, and not pick them up at one central spot. You have to go and get no, this yeah. guy here. Go get, this go get here. Cybell <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> Bob Cybell. Yeah. yeah. That was another one of the original guys. Too. Yeah. <laughs> he passed away. Too. That's yeah. too bad. Yeah. He was a sweet guy. See, it's good you're interviewing me now because before I passed oh, away. Oh, I'm Afterwards, glad. it wouldn't I'm be that much fun. I'm glad I got No, it wouldn't be that much fun. But Cybele was a kook. He was fun. He was a nice guy. He right? was yeah, unique. You know, he was well-educated. He was a teacher also, which I didn't know until oh, really? many years later. Yeah. No kidding. But he was a, that was a guy that had stories and character. I mean, he hiked the, he hiked the, uh, the what's the, the trail that goes Appalachian off. Trail? Yeah. Not once, but twice. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Healthy guy. Uh, I don't know about that, but, but he, well, he stopped doing everything. He said, you should, you should have known me when I was drinking. I go, no, I'm glad I didn't. He was wild. Because you're already crazy now. Yeah. Imagine with that. Imagine with him on acid. He oh, said, oh, no. I was really into the acid. Oh, so he was I like said, that I guy. said, like you did it more than once? He goes, more than once. <laughs> <laughs> and Tony V, you're close with the He came in after you? Tony came in after us, yeah. Because yeah. he's like the, he's like Bobcat's generation. There was that whole Yes, bunch. exactly. Yeah. Bobcat, Tom Kenny, Tony V. Good. Uh, yeah, and Groff. Like when I was doing open mics. Jonathan Groff. Yep. Jonathan Groff. Dana Gould was just leaving town. Yep. Bobby was just leaving town. When I was in college going to my first shows, Goldthwaite left. He had a garage sale at Stitches right? <laughs> no as kidding. a show. Really? Yeah. That's funny. And like Dana left and Tom Kenny left. And I guess Paula left a little before that. Right. And they all went to like San Francisco like it was Mecca or something. Yeah. Kevin Meany too. Yeah. He and went then, back to San Francisco. And then when I was coming up in Boston, the guys in my generation were like Kevin Knox right. was like around my age. And I was, I'd gone to LA for a year and then came back, got all fucked up on drugs with Kennison, who you hung out with when he yeah. first came. Yeah. 
Uh, Kenneth and yeah, I had I was out with that crew for Calabo and that crew for, yeah. uh, for a while too, which was was uh, was not good Ooh. for not good for my health. No, you went on the road with them a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, with but, the outlaws when yeah, Kenny was with, when Lenny was with him. Uh, no, Lenny wasn't with them then. Oh. But we did a number of shows, numbers, you know, yeah. That's a rough, <laughs> yeah. that's a rough was, go. That was in a real, real bad period there. For, for him? For, for Kim, well, Kennison, yeah. Yeah. Was he, it after? He was, doing, he was doing stuff on stage and, you know, you know, blew the blow. Oh, yeah. so that was after he, it was after the peak. Coming he down still, the other side. He said proper, but, uh, but you, you would never know if he was going to show up. Well, oh, well, he was pro- supposed to be doing a, uh, cutting a new album, and, right. and Calabo and I ended up three different nights doing the whole show because he never showed up. Yeah, I had that problem. And, and now the audience is the other. They, they didn't mind seeing me and Carl, but yeah. they, did, they were waiting to see Kenneth. Sam, yeah. And they wanted, that was always, and, I, and then we'd have to do a show after that, and it's the same people, yeah. and they, 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 they didn't want to hear it. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, I remember like when I was living up on top of the comedy store at Crest Hill, yeah, you know Sam had been up for two or three days. We'd sure. all been up. He passed out on the floor, and that night he was supposed to be like at uh, where my brother went to college in Tucson, I think Arizona State. Wow! And I had to call my brother. I'm like, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a little late. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna if you're gonna pull it together. And you know, and only my brother knew that that you know he canceled because he was all fucked up. But you know, that was the thing about hanging out with Kennison. There was a lot of listening involved, and that gets a little bit much. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like uh huh, Sam. Yeah, uh-huh. oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll, I'll take a little more. Just slide it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when did you do the San Francisco competition? Uh, I did it uh, eighty, shoot, maybe eighty one or something like that. I had only Early been doing on. comedy a very short time. So, I was but, still teaching, so I took a sabbatical half year uh, in to see if I yeah to complete my master's. And unknown to the people that where I was teaching, yeah, I only needed one more course to get my master's. They didn't know, so right. I went. I went across country to see if I was a comedian. Right. And I went with Martin Olson. Do you remember him, the piano player at Mm-mm. the at the at the Ding Hall? Oh, he was. He no, I don't remember. Piano. Him. Yeah, we had a piano player, which I'm, yeah. I always thought that was a luxury. You know, sure, the, the comedy <laughs> store still has one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. almost all the clubs did. No, no, think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. To me, it seems like a foreign thing right now. It's so it was nice. It was. Yeah. A human oh no, album. I like it. I like it. I hate when people play music to bring you up to. Like, yeah, they're like you know about to bring you up, and they're like, <laughs> I'm like, come on. Yeah, what do you want for your intro? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah what kind of music? What, I, I, I want an angel. Just bring me. Up. Yeah, yeah, it's like what do I gotta? Yeah. So, so I took him. We drove cross country. Yeah, with uh, Mountain Olson. Yeah. I drove. I had this uh, car that I, I had a car at the time, and so I. You've drove. been at it three years, but you're doing well. You're killing, right? Yeah, yeah. Not even three years because even less. But I'm doing okay. You just but I to want to know if I'm a comedian. I'm not sure that I'm really a comedian. You know, so I'm funny in Boston, but I. Don't Are you writing your, your your compulsive writing the material? Trying to, yeah, trying yeah, to. Yeah. So when I go across country. This the other guy had the gift of gab too, another Irish, you know. And, he, and he, we went to Chicago with like the Zanies, and and he we came in and the, the guy one of the coverage has, yeah. He goes, no, no, this is Don Gavin from Boston. Like the guy was supposed to know what yeah. that meant, <laughs> right? And he goes, oh, so we were, and, and we went in, and he goes, well, it's, well, that's good. I'm glad, and, and, and it's eleven bucks or whatever it was. Oh, right. and, and he goes, he goes, no, no, it's this is Don Gavin, <laughs> and they, we didn't end up not paying. So I meet the the uh, owner there, yeah. Jim, and he said, you know, I kept him saying, I want to go up on stage, and I pestered him, and he finally said, uh, I wanted to just do five, seven minutes. He, he says, give me give me a half an hour. Well, I had maybe a half an hour. Right. I went up, and luckily it went very well, 
I ended up staying at his house for about three or four days. He got me work around there. Oh, yeah. I went all the way out, cross country, stopped a couple other cities, did some comedy. Like, this guy was able to get me on to the stage. This Martin when Olsen was, guy? Yeah, so when I got to San Francisco, the comedy competition was a big, big thing in those yeah, days. It was, it was only, yeah. It's only like the third year. Oh, wow. And I, they said, you came all the way from Boston for this? I go, I don't know what you're talking about this. You know, I, 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 it was the night they were doing these editions, but yeah. I have no idea that this even oh, going on. Oh, it was a fluke. So it's, I'm an outsider. They're handpicking, the, say, the 40, 38 of the 37 or the 40 people, yeah. local guys that have been to right. San Francisco. I don't, I don't know anything about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. So I get, I'm, I'm the only one that's picked that night to get on. Wow. People said, you came all the way? And I go, I still don't know what you're talking about. All the way for what? I didn't even know there was a competition. Oh, and then you're in it. And then I found out uh, Michael Pritchard was the guy out there that won it the year I was in. And another Irishman, we befriended each other, and he let me stay at his house and, and also- For those, like, three weeks of that fucking competition yes, where- Yes, yes, yes. Everyone's going, looking at those yeah, numbers, yeah, like, what the fuck yeah, does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, and going, how, how are they, you know, the judges would be uh, some guy, you know, you want somebody to get someone that might be a columnist, but yeah. then you get a guy that owns the auto dealership yeah, and- Yeah, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> and, like, and, I, a guy, and one of the guys, when I was out there, that came next year, the one of the next year, uh, you know, was, was driving- Slate and Bobby Slate was, was yeah. driving the judges to the thing. I go, I think he's probably got an inside thing going. Slate and yeah, I, I drove him. I drove him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I talked to him. I remember that. These are friends of mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's you? What's it to you? What's it to you? You're from Boston. What the hell you know? Slate yeah, yeah. yeah, well, it was crazy. I remember doing it twice, and you just like after every night, you're like, "Am I in? Am I still in? Yes. I mean, did I make the cut? Yeah. What are these and numbers? You had a way too. By they compiled it and fucking make. Sense. Yeah, and, and it really made no sense because one night when I when I made it to the the final ten on final five whatever it was so one night I came in nineteenth out of t- out of uh, twenty people yeah. the week before and then the very next night I came in first I'm going so and I'm doing the same material because yeah. I said I, I wasn't that much of a difference it's, what I just did so yeah. much of a mind fuck who came yeah. in second that year someone uh, famous Danny, no Danny Johnson I don't know if oh, I remember Danny Johnson who else was in that oh uh, Kevin Pollock was came in on oh, the top ten he's the San Francisco yeah. guy yeah yeah he was quite funny then he's yeah. funny yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found his. I found his record on vinyl somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, I told him about it. He doesn't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very nice guy. He is a sweetheart. So, okay, so that was the big journey. Nineteen eighty-one. You drive across yeah, so country. Yeah, I find out that I am a comedian. I a comedian. You I had to be re- reaffirmed. So, but I drove. I drove the entire way. Yeah. I, my, I drove the entire. We finally get to the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. We get to there, and my buddy says, "Can you pull over?" I thought he had to take a leak. He goes. He goes, I want to get behind the wheel and take this baby in. I said, what? You haven't driven one mile the whole fucking way, and you're going to take the baby in? I uh, said, you ain't taking any baby in. You, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took it in. Yeah, I took it in. <laughs> so, so now you know, and here's the weird thing, though. Like, like the, the big question about the sort of regional element. Like, there's only a couple. Like, Boston was a unique thing. It was its own comedy you know, world. Yes, and it just feels to me like even by the way you were talking about New York, that there was this idea, like even when I talked to Sweeney, you know, when he came out here and it was okay, yeah. but it didn't, you know, it didn't really pan out yeah. or what, what anyone's going to expect. But you always had this buff, you always had this cushion because you guys could live up there and make a good living. Sure. Like when you went down to New York, it's, it's, there must have been a point where you're like, fuck this. Well, eventually, when I was down there, it worked out. You know, I was right. I was working there quite sure. a bit. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but you couldn't really, you couldn't really, you know, you'd have it was to move about there. money. You'd have to move there and you know get an apartment and all that. And so, maybe make a living. See, that's the yeah. thing, you guys, and that's the difference between you know, you know, 
clearing the room on purpose and doing the job is that in Boston it's like you do the job right right you don't and if not you're not around. you're not getting back this right. I mean you put, if you pull that shit like uh, like coffin the like lion on the ground seeing how long before everybody would leave you know <laughs> yeah and I'm going what what the <laughs> fuck you know I went up and kicked him kicked him you know on from the side no you I did yes I did I said because I I said I'm gonna get on tonight I'm not I'm not putting up with <laughs> this shit you went on stage yeah, and kicked, kicked him in the, the, kicked in the shoulder, shoulder. So, yeah, yeah. did he get up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the difference between the you know this kind of a boundary pushing art guys yeah. and the guys who are like, I just gonna, let me get yeah, some I laughs. Got, yeah, I just came all the way from from Boston to watch you sleep, bite me. <laughs> you never liked him or got him. Uh, not well. Just yeah. think of that. Just that take moment. that and yeah, multiply yeah, yeah. that by a few times. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like him either. Yeah, I get you. I get. And uh, uh, Larry David was another one. He yeah. would. He would. He would empty the room pretty yeah. intentionally. Um, per- yeah. Yeah. And you saw that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 From witness. At catch. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly a catch. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to all the other, like, the comic strip and then you know the Daniel, old improv. Daniel Field. Yeah. I, do, I did all those places too. But yeah. catch, catch was the kind was the, the the spot. I never got in there. I yeah. used to like when I got to New York in '84 or whenever the fuck that was. When did I go? No. Doesn't matter. Ninety two, eighty nine. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, I worked a Boston club for Barry, and that what was left of the old improv. But yeah. catch, I could. I, I was always too proud, dude. I couldn't sit there and wait. Really? Yeah, because Lewis would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just wait around. We'll see what we can. Yeah. I'm like, and I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I had friends who did it and it paid off. Did you have a bit of a name at that by that point? No, no. 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 I mean, I was. What was I? I hit the wall and bought in in. Uh, in uh, L.A. and bottomed out, and then I went back to Boston. I got a job yeah. at the Coffee Connection <laughs> in Harvard Square. Wow! You know, it, see, it, there's nothing you can fall back on. Yeah, I can. I can make a, yeah. a an espresso. You can. Yeah, see? it was a pre-Starbucks espresso you get place. That? You're a line cook. Yeah, you, yeah. You got it going. Eighty-eight. Yeah, I got. I can do restaurant work. Yeah. I'd like <laughs> to think I could. <laughs> But uh, but no, I had no name. I didn't have a name till like nine years ago. I had no. I was kind of like a man with no name. Yeah, man with no name. But but eventually you got into New York and you and you did all the shows like we all did, right? The evening. Yeah, I did in improv. Improv, probably eight nine times. Yeah, I did, yeah. did traveling around, and uh, when they started doing from city to city, I did it quite a bit. Yeah, and yeah. then they and then those days the the uh, what was the ones the. Um, Comedy on yeah, the no, road. The, no, the improvs around the country. Yeah, there were, they started there were popping 20 up. Of them. So yeah. you'd go and do this one here, and this one here, and this one here, and so yeah, and pretty pretty decent money. Sure, so, man. You know, there was a so you you were not you didn't like you unlike some guys you you definitely did the road. You went out and did it eventually, but yeah. I had my own shows. I said it next for, for nine, nine years. years, and then yeah. after that, I started doing more more of the traveling. And in those days, there were com- good comedy clubs. Pretty much everywhere. Every yeah. city had, you know, whether it be in Columbus, the 80s. Columbus, Ohio, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. yeah, you could go string of things, one after another, after another, after another. Right, you know? right. Like Denver was a great scene. Oh yeah, uh, Comedy Works there it's was great, fantastic. still great, and, yeah, still great. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and uh, that was, but that's the one I particularly remember that was really good. Really good. And the one down. A lot down. of stuff in Florida. A lot of stuff. Yeah, know? I have a hard time in Florida. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wait, like you come West Palm? You did those rooms? Yeah, yeah. And, that, that, uh, yeah, I did. I bet there was fifteen different clubs that you did down there. It was great, huh? So you yeah, go down, again, you like go the, down there for like, like three the weeks. Like the warmer weather. Yeah, so go down there for away. a few weeks. Yeah, get away from the winter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you were always nice to us uh, youngsters. You know, yes, I, mean? I was. Yes, yeah. I was. Did you know that? I mean, was yeah. it something? Yeah, a policy funny. you had. There was a guy that called himself the God, we, Godfather of 
Boston comedy. And I go, and after a few years, I told him to stop doing it. I said, I'm the Godfather, <laughs> and you are not, and stop doing it. And yeah. I did. Because I actually would help people with their act, even yeah, sit yeah. down. Yeah. I would, people would ask me to watch their act, and maybe, and I wouldn't give them a lot, but give them a note here. Yeah. Or I'd say, well, you know, you might want to move this or something. Yeah, that. yeah. And the less you tell someone, the better. Yeah. Because sure, they're going to remember sure. two, two yeah. things. They're not going to remember 20. Yeah. So, and I did do time with that. Yeah. And I did a lot of the open mic stuff, and I was, that was nice. That the, and that's, and I like the fact that people remember that. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, I remember it. It was because you were that, because there was a bunch of the guys that were, you know, they're not that accessible, really. Yes. Yeah, it's a good word. You, you, <laughs> you know, Sweeney's hit or miss, right? With the, how are you? And uh, Lenny, it's just scary. Yeah, busy. Yeah, busy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm busy right now. Yeah, Kenny, yeah, no, no. and uh, Dennis, no, I don't, not, not, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, George was always nice. George is nice, yeah. And yeah. Mike McDonald, I was uh, totally intimidating. That really? Guy. Like Mike McDonald, nice guy when yeah. you get to know him. Right, but, right. But you were always sort of like just, you know, you had a good vibe, you always killed, and you, and you were helpful. You were helpful yeah. and supportive. That's very nice thing. Well, Good to remember. Put yeah, that, I mean, like, put that on my tombstone. Yeah, well, I remember. Like, I think you actually had proteges. Really, I mean, there were guys that modeled themselves after you. Sure. I would say, I would say Kevin Knox. Well, the Kevin was yeah, the guy that he he was in comedy and doing okay, and then they quit, and he quit for years. Five, Kevin five, Knox, five, five or six years. Knoxy. Yeah, and we always remained friends, and I got him back in again. Yeah, and then he stayed in it from that point on. But a lot of a lot of the guys, yeah, like a Tom Carter and stuff, some Tom people like Carter, that. You know, yeah, I think my style. Definitely. A lot of people looked at yeah. different things for one. Wendy Liebman is another one. Yes. And, I mean, never, never my material. I'm not saying that they stole no, no, even a word. No, no, no. Right. Just, just a style. To throw the, the asides. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it aside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of guys I, I remember. Like, I didn't... Fuck, I remember I started with... Who was around? Whatever happened to, like, Robbie Prince? He does a lot of cruise ships, too. He does, oh, he does? Yeah. So he's still in the yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's still doing it. And then Jim Loretta, he had a tragic end, right? Yeah, he's still around, he but is? He, he had some problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, and there, Sicewood's gone, and Lazarus is gone, and I don't know. Yeah. Sicewood died on one of the ships. Yeah, yeah I know. It got a bug, huh? Yeah, it was a, kind of an odd thing. Very rare. Something. Were you guys friends? Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. He was a funny guy. He was around a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting sick on a ship is not good. I get sick. I get food poisoning, but of course the ship's not going to admit that. Right. So I get airlifted off the ship, to, and I'm I'm in Roatan, Honduras. Oh my and that's god! That's the hospital I have to go to. Get the I fuck get there. Out. Nobody in the hospital spoke English except for the guy spackling the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. He became the interpreter to the doctor. So the guy comes in with like all these tools, like he's going to cut. They wanted to take out my gallbladder. What? And, and they want to take out my appendix, but it's already been taken out. So they they were disappointed. They just immediately wanted to take shit. They out. wanted to yeah, my spleen. It was the first thing they wanted. Then they wanted the gallbladder. I think they want to, thought I, I still needed a heart. I think they were going to leave that in. <laughs> they really did. But, but I'm, so I didn't sign anything. And they told me you have to sign. Through the spackla, he says, See, you know, right, that you have yeah. to sign. I'm going, no, I'm not I'm signing shit. They can take into that. And they did They did more. They were doing x-rays of my shoulder. And I, I, I said, I've got food poisoning. You're, kind of, you're in the wrong region. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what was it, just to get money from somebody? Well, they, they finally had someone that had had some insurance, I guess. And, oh. and, and maybe they had guys that hadn't really done a lot. Of work and like this practice. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like it was a living cadaver. That's what it was. So when you go out, do you do you enjoy the water? 
I enjoy the beach. Yeah, I yeah. love walking the beaches. But like on the boats and stuff, what do you have? Oh, no, I, yeah, yeah. What do you do to occupy yourself? You I, read, I read it uh, prolifically. I read anything. I, yeah. Mostly menus. But, uh, <laughs> not, but, no, but I, I read a lot. Yeah. 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 And, you, and you've seen like uh, 150 countries? Yeah, when I get any, I love going to a place they haven't been doing, just yeah. going. Now, I never on a tour, you know, an organized tour. Just go off just, on your Yeah, own, yeah. You know, and I go to restaurants to, that. Mostly, you know, people where they don't speak English. Sure. Okay. As long as it looks busy. I yeah, figured, yeah. And I, looks I, busy. That's and I important. I look around. I said, you know, I'll have that. that yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, I've found great restaurants that way. That's and, the best way. Just uh, That's busy and pointed things. Yeah, yeah. 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 I got a, two very long index fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you done, the, like, the Scandinavian, the Arctic tours sure, as well? Sure, sure. Are those great? Have Fantastic. Been pretty? Fantastic. Yeah. And even even Iceland. And I was and I, uh, two years ago, I did two months in Australia and New Zealand. Oh. I was just stayed there, for, and did you know I'd do a ship and go to back to a hotel, and the next night I'd do a ship. Then I'd have two days off, then I do a ship. So I really got to get a feel of uh, of Melbourne. Melbourne is my favorite city. Great city. Yeah. It's like Boston, kind of a little bit. I think so. A little think, bit. Except even more green. A lot of great yeah. parks. Yeah, so. yeah. I liked it much better than Sydney and New Zealand. I liked all of it. It was I just heard gorgeous. New Zealand's great. I've never yeah. been. You there. mentioned Ireland. Uh, you, you should get to New Zealand. Just pretty terrific. Oh, and then yeah. I did really rural, rural and, and Bora Bora, Bora Skimmy, Rotanga, and all. You're the, doing all gigs there or just all, no working on ship? Oh yeah. So you get off and look around. Yeah, all those all those places. So, yeah. And what's the next one you got? Uh, now I'm doing just a lot. It's kind of limited to the Caribbean, but I got one going to Hawaii. Uh, Alaska I love doing, too. Alaska's, Alaska's nice. one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what do you do? You fly? To, fly to you know, Vancouver, usually, oh, or yeah. Seattle, and yeah. then go up from there. You know? but, well, it sounds good, man. Yeah, still enjoying it. That's it. And uh, you've got kids, right? Uh, my kids are, are in their 40s now. Oh, yeah. wow. And I have a seven-year-old. Uh, Maddox is my... Uh, Grandson, who I'll be seeing tomorrow, as a matter of fact. He's out here? He lives in San Rafael, yeah. So. Oh, so you're going up north yeah, a little going, bit? I'm going over there for five or six days. I'm looking forward to seeing him. What do all your kids do? Are any of them in show business? Uh, not at all. One's an environmental scientist. Oh. Uh, my daughter is. She works with the uh, educational stuff out in San Rafael. And then my son is a caterer. And uh, now that the, the. My son is funny, but he's not. Uh, yeah. Not, not a stand. And everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing. As far as I know, I've been away for a week. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don, it's great to see you. It's a thrill. And we almost got together a few times with this, except, yeah. except the venue didn't work. But yeah. this time it did. It all worked out. I'm so glad you're here, man. Jim Serpico worked it out for us. Yes, he did. He's running. He's taking And this, the record that we're, that you're, that you just is reissued, when was it recorded? We recorded it in, I think, 11, 2011. But what happened when I did yeah. it at the Comedy Connection that was up in Portland? And it's, you know, we remastered it now. And so it's a lot cleaner and yeah, put yeah. together. But uh, I never even thought of really producing it you know right, i ran right. off a couple of thousand copies and sure. i'd sell them basically out of the, out of the back of my car or or after a show <laughs> after a show yeah, yeah. But, but i never you know I've, i'm the worst businessman in yeah. the world well, we all so are. jim serpico is helping me out now yeah and hopefully maybe a few more people will uh, know about it oh, that's great yeah. nice talking and thanks for coming all right, this Don. is a joy thank yeah. you so much all right, all right. <laughs> all right that was don 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 gavin Fucking Don Gavin. He's the guy, man. He had, you know, had a lot of impact on a lot of people. Uh, it's great talking to him. His uh, album "Live with a Manhattan" is available uh, in a lot of different places. Streaming. Go look for that. End times fun. Quarantine people. People who are about to be quarantined. People who are living in the times we live in, which seem dire and scary. It's time for a very special deep type of relief with uh, Mark Marin's 
latest stand-up special. I'm third-personing it. End Times Fun is on Netflix now. Now. Right now it is. And now I will play guitar.